Welcome to the new pod order, brought to you by FFD260, with your hosts, Joel, Nick, and Alfredo. everybody welcome in to another episode of new pot order i as always am your host joel davis uh always. we have a guest today always. always we have a guest with us uh justin mcelrath uh, yes, did i say that right say yes, that right you did you nailed good it deal. good deal <laughs> um we uh got some not a whole lot of news a little bit of news and notes um got a pretty good show for you lined up today so let's just cool. go ahead. Uh, alfredo's here too and so am i but I mean, no big deal. Keep going. No, you're doing great. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you're doing great. You're doing great. As always, you guys are. I sometimes introduce you, and then the you know, backup singers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need more cowbell. We're, um, we're the backup dancers. Well, with that, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Um, <laughs> so the big news. Let's not dwell on it for too long. Um, Zeke saga is finally over. He he dropped the appeal. And he will be eligible to return against Seahawks in Week 16. Um, you know, obviously this is big news. We've been talking about it literally for a year, literally. Um, literally. So, so what does this what does this mean, uh, Justin? We'll, we'll go ahead and start with you. You're our guest. You're a you're a Cowboys fan. Um, what's this doing for you for uh, the next five games now for uh, Dak, Des, Alfred, and you know that whole offense? Honestly, I think the biggest bump goes to some of the short receiver guys. Not short because they're short, but they are. But Beasley, Beasley yeah, Cole I think Beasley? it really helped Beasley oh, a lot. Rod Smith, too. But I think that their best success can come from the short passing game. Use it as an extension of the run. I thought they were going to try and do it against Atlanta. But when you have a turnstile at the left tackle position, quarterback can't get the ball away to anyone. Yeah. But I do think that they gotta gotta get those guys involved, and you know the running game. I don't know if you can really count on Alf or Rod to really pick up the slack, but they're gonna be in there. They're gonna be splitting carries. The other guys are gonna be their value is gonna bump for sure. Yeah, it seemed like to me that Rod Smith was doing a lot more pass blocking last game though than than Alf was, and I don't maybe that's maybe that's a good sign for him. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I'd, I I mean I kind of think that. You know, I agree with you. It's not a huge bump to either of them. I'm not trying to go after them. Um, I do think. I mean, I love. I love Dak for this season. I still love Dak. Um, it doesn't hurt his value by any means. I don't think it helps him a whole lot. But you know, if somebody is worried about Dak now in any sort of format, and and you think you can buy him for, you know, anything less than what he's worth, I would go out and do that right now. Um, you guys have anything to add to that? I think that was pretty. Pretty spot on, right there. Just pat yourself on the back. Just no, I'm, I'm in what Justin. I'm in what Justin said. I, I was good with that. I so, didn't. what are you? What are you giving up to get Dak? Like, what's what's his value at right now? I mean, obviously, like I'd give up Drew Brees. You know, somebody might still think that Drew Brees is is going to pop off and be his old self, and I'd give me Dak over Brees all day. Nick, I'll give you Dak for Carson Wentz and a two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gave up Carson Wentz and a two for Dak. Go to bed. Go to bed. Yeah. So that's yeah. So, anyways, point. All right, moving on. Obviously, Dak. Um, yeah, I I think that uh, that it's it's basically all we need to say about that. I don't think that there's anything else we need to add. Um, go ahead and move on to now. DJ. We saw the saw the video. I'm sure everybody saw that DJ put out David Johnson. 
of him getting his cast off and he had this really cool contraption on his wrist. Um, it's probably just a big fluff freaking video and he's never going to play again. Um, what do you guys think? No, I, I mean, whatever. It, it, there's no guarantee that he's coming back this year. So, I mean, I don't know. What I, it's, it's just him getting his cast off. It doesn't mean he's out field catching passes and getting ready to go so I mean, they still gotta give it a couple of weeks before he can get even remotely close to seeing the field he wants to come back for his team and your fantasy teams he said it <laughs> finally someone who cares <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i think that uh him and, and austin eckler he cares too um <laughs> yeah i i i love to think Stop it. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Austin Eckler from Gordon. No, we're not even having that conversation. Um, I hope David Johnson comes back this season, but like you said, he's just getting his cast off. If he has a setback from here, it's like it's basically end of the season. And Arians actually – Arians is one of the coaches that probably says too much, and he actually said he doesn't want DJ to play this season. And that's – not a great sign when your head coach says he doesn't want you to play, especially because Drew Stanton might not even play this week. So they just are in a bad spot. Blaine Gabbert is next up in that offense. Um, fire up Texans defense this week, fellas. That's what that that says to Ooh. me. That Blaine Gabbert, yeah, that, that's bad. That is not. No. I would I would much rather start Blaine Gabbert over the Houston defense. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think that uh, it's it's ugly either way. I'm trying to avoid probably that entire game. Um, go ahead and move on to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to start Fitz, but but you feel a lot less great. I guess I guess Drew Stanton. I feel I do feel better about Drew Stanton than I do Gabbert. Do you Gabbert, an AP game? I think it's just a bad game. No, he's not going to run for however many yards you just said. It's going to be like a 10-3 to 3 game, and it's going to be ugly. We're going to watch NFL Red Zone and not pay any attention to that game. That sounds about right. Um, go ahead and move on to more injury news. Aaron Jones, out three to six weeks with a knee injury. Um, really just sucks. Kind of looked like he was sort of taking on that role sort of taking it over. Um, now Ty Montgomery's out as well. Jamal Williams is next up in that backfield. And, I mean, everybody's – or a lot of the, a lot of the bigger um, DFS and, and uh, bigger touts of Aaron Jones were really obviously disappointed. But Jamal Williams was drafted before Aaron Jones. So it's, uh, it's at, least, at least interesting to see what, what he's going to have. Um, I'm not starting him in any format. I mean, what do you, you guys feel more strongly than I do about him? Nope, I'm staying away from that whole team. Uh, I, I'd put him up as a flex. I mean, if if Tymon's out, I, I'd flex him because <clears throat> they've really got nobody else. So he's going to get the bulk of the carries. He'll get some checkdowns. He, he's going to get touches against the Ravens. Yeah, he got, what, 60, you know, was it 65, 60 yards, something like that on a 20? I mean, that's not bad. I'll, I'll take. He's going to get you points. You need points. Yeah. And if you got no one else, you just lost Zeke. You just lost Aaron Jones. Right. You, you got to play him. 
because he's going to get the touches. Every week it gets uglier and uglier, and we are we are, you know, looking for. I mean, you know, Alex Collins is a viable starter right now, so I guess saying that Jamal Williams is absolutely a viable starter as well. You know, the you got bye weeks right. are hitting hard, mm-hmm. and suspensions. And, it, it's yeah, and whenever you have coaches benching benching quarterbacks that are very good for rookies, you know, it's it's getting harder to find offenses that are worthwhile. But Peterman was handpicked. Like he was he was McDermott's guy coming out of coming out of the draft. So it, I, Okay. I understand. Okay. We'll just talk about this now. Let's talk about Tyrod. Get the fuck out of here. How are they going to bench Tyrod Taylor for Nathan Peterman at this point in the season? You're going to put the blame on Tyrod for how bad the Bills have been with just I mean the coaching staff in general like basically they they were set up to fail this season they have outperformed everything that they should have and now Tyrod has played poorly anybody that's watched Tyrod that tells me his he is a bad quarterback or has played poorly this season I don't I just I don't know what to tell you because <clears throat> because when you still have Blake Bortles that is winning games with Jacksonville no and the, and then you want to bench Tyrod I just I can't I can't be careful. It. They should okay, but here's the Bortles thing. If you're isn't trade, winning, Bortles isn't winning games. The running game and the defense yes. are winning games. Be careful. Okay. okay, but the point is, if you can win games with Blake Bortles, then you should be able to win games with Tyrod Taylor. That is that is my point. Is that Tyrod is a viable starting NFL quarterback. And if you were gonna bench him in week eleven, then you should have been trading him long before that. Because I mean, come on, man. Come on. What have they been holding on to him for? You what have they been doing? Dude, I'm pissed about this. You I sound ain't. like you've got a bunch of shares of Tyrod Taylor. Not even just that, but like they're playing, they're playing Chargers this week. So like, I'm I'm jacked about that. Like, I feel, dude, Bosa is about to fucking eat this week. He is. Oh, Nathan Peterman is just gonna be so sad. He's gonna. I think this raises Charles Clay's value though, because rookie and tight end blanket. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'd actually think like Jordan Matthews and Kelvin Benjamin would get a bump here because I think Peterman's a little bit more of a gunslinger than Tyrod. Tyrod's kind of careful with the ball. He's checking yeah. down to Clay, to McCoy. I think he might see Benjamin and Matthews get a little bit more opportunity here. Kelvin runs a lot of routes over the middle too. And that, I mean, that does enable, you know, I mean, rookie quarterbacks are more likely to throw over the middle just, just based on, you know, where they're looking. So mm-hmm. I actually, I, I, do like that. Now that I kind of think about it, it might be decent for fantasy. For fantasy purposes, it might be decent. But from from a just real football standpoint, Bills fans have to just be losing their damn minds right now. I mean, I, I, they lost their minds when they started making all these trades when the season or before the season started with like uh, Sammy Watkins and true. So I mean, I, it looked like they were set up to tank. And if they were going to tank, I'm surprised that it took them this long to make the switch to Peterman. Well, I really actually think this is a downgrade for Shady. And and if you can sell Shady right now, you do it. If you can sell it for what he's worth, if you can sell him for 90 cents on a dollar, I'm doing it. Because there's no way he's going to get more receiving work with, with Peterman. I, I, don't, I don't see him running more routes. I, don't, I mean, I don't see how he can be more involved than he already was with Tyrod. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next bit of news. Um, Greg Olson is still set to come back in week 12, and he's currently only owned in 55% of ESPN leagues. Uh, Curtis Samuel is now out for the season. So 
you know, basically without Curtis Samuel, that leaves a lot of, of uh, targets open after after Kelvin's gone. Obviously, Funches is still getting a lot of work. I don't see how he can get much more involved. Um, but what do you guys think? What are you what are you trying to who are you trying to target here in this offense with with Cam looking pretty good last week? I mean, Funches is essentially going to become like Mike Evans in that offense where he just gets targeted a lot. Ooh. Ooh, Funches to Mike Evans comparison. A little... I'm not saying he's as good as Evans. I'm just saying just like the target share is going to be there now because Kelvin's gone and Curtis is out. And he was like one of the main guys targeted last week between him and yeah. Shepard. And I don't think Shepard's going to get much of a big bump there after he dropped like three wide open passes. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. It's going to be bunches of Funches. McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm, I do. I'm trying to get McCaffrey, but he's, you know, the owners are in on him. They drafted him high. They see more opportunity. It's going to be tough, but if I can get someone in that office, offense, that's who I'd be looking at. He seems really touchdown dependent right now. Like he had like 50 yards total and two touchdowns. So I don't know that I can trust him to have, you know, have the yardage to go along with it. I don't know, Joel. Yeah, I just, I just think that once once Olsen comes back, he's going to. Cause I mean, Eat. right now, well, well, no, no, I was gonna say he's going to see a, a lot of snaps because Ed Dixon right now is seeing the the most amount of snaps on that offense. Well, he's so not, once he's a they, good blocker. Exactly. So so they need Olsen to come back and and be a receiver as well. So yeah, I, I think that you know, like we said, Funches, I'm. I guess Shepard in, you know, like we were saying, there's been a lot of injuries. I mean, I had to start Marquise Goodwin last week in a league. And so, it paid off for you, though. So, but... so it did, but, you know, Russell Shepard isn't isn't the worst guy you could pick up right now. Um, Remember yeah, when I was I'm, saying that I mean, like three weeks ago? No. Not like three weeks ago, like three or four weeks ago about no, Russell Shepard? No. Justin, I kind of think to wow. what you said that, that McCaffrey – if anybody that dra- drafted McCaffrey is sort of like all in on him and doesn't want to trade him, I almost feel like that's how like every running back in this past class was. Like if you love Fournette, you were like all in on him. If you love Mixon, you're all in. And and I know that's not and whatever. I guess you could say that about other years, but there were just you know we had so many options that the guy that you drafted you just feel so confident about, and there was so much talent that you know why why do you want to give up on on that talent that you know is there. No, definitely. I mean, I drafted Cook, and mm-hmm. I'm all in on Cook despite exactly. the injury. And, yeah, exactly. You know, these guys all have t- talent. That's why mm-hmm. they were top draft picks, and they've shown it. And that's the big thing. They've actually produced. They're just not the hype guys coming from college. They've actually shown some sparks. So it, it is tough to get those younger guys because what I've found in Dynasty, guys like youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want Absolutely. the younger guys. They want long-term potential. So those are going to be the tougher guys to grab, but... If for whatever reason they're out there, the owner's kind of giving up on them. Take a pounce and see if you can get them. Yeah, I'm I'm a Joe Mixon truther, and I will really? hold on I, to I him. I will hold on to him for 15 years before I sell him. <laughs> it's just it, at this point, it's just on principle. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, that's why you drafted him. He'll go absolutely down, definitely helped you want to hold on to him even more. It did. I'd I'd feel a lot better too if Marvin Lewis would get fired. So, so I'm a hundred percent certain that Marvin I think Lewis. Think the state of is, Ohio would be too. Yeah. Well, well, if there's one thing for sure is that 
he's not going to get fired because it would make so much sense for him to, and that would be the right thing for Cincy to do. So they're not going to do that. Ben McAdoo or uh, Marvin Lewis? Oh, it's it's actually it's going to be Marvin Lewis because I guess Odell got hurt, so there's their excuse. Whatever, I don't know. Go without a head coach. Yeah, I guess <laughs> Chuck Pagano. Um, oh fuck you! <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to a little bit more injury news. Um, Danny Woodhead is not going to be back week 11. Uh, however, Terrence West is, so that that offense sort of returns to just being terrible. I mean, terrible for fantasy anyways. Not that it was great, but at least we could sort of decipher that Alex Collins was going to be the sort of first and second down back while you had Buck Allen in the third down passing game. Um, now you really don't know what you're going to have, and I don't want anybody there. Nope. I don't want to start Joe Flacco. I don't want to start any receiver. Ben Watson, maybe, maybe at tight end. Acklin. If you, I just, I don't, I, Acklin, I guess he's torched them repeatedly. He's torched. Yeah, this this week I would, I would start some Ravens this week. I'm I'm starting Flacco in one league. Unfortunately, I picked up Macklin in a couple, but I think if they're going to get Going again, I mean, if he throws 55 passes again, his arm's probably going to fall off. But if he throws that many, it's looking good for Macklin against that burnable secondary. Yeah, and I think I, – I do think once they get Danny Woodhead back, that does – I mean, I don't care. Danny Woodhead you can put in 32 teams in the NFL, and he and he is a weapon that you can use. Like – any offense that you put him on, he improves it. So I do hope he comes back. And, you know, I was sad when he left the Chargers, but I hope him nothing but the best, and I hope that he just does well wherever he is. Well, if, if uh, you own anybody that's on Justin's team, just know that they're going to either get benched <laughs> or be injured in the next couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been one of those seasons for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been a tough season so far. Uh, speaking of which, Will Fuller to miss this week. Another great guy that has – has broken out, um, may have cracked his rib. He's considered week to week already. I mean, you you probably weren't starting him just because he's basically not startable with Tom Savage throwing the ball to him. Um, I, I don't – I mean, I'm still starting Nuke, and I still think he's a top top eight, top six receiver weekly at this point. I mean, I know he's running against Patrick Peterson, but – He's so good, and he's he's basically matchup proof, and he's a stud, and he's just gonna get all the targets. So it's nuke, and that's it. That's Did you it. See these toe drags last week from him. Did I see his toe drags? Yeah, like all these catches on the sideline, he he makes like the ridiculous toe dragging ability he has. Yeah, it's he's amazing. He is absolutely amazing. Yeah, but his toe drags, his <laughs> his toe drags. I mean. I, I do think you know, Jalen Brown. Size, what size shoe does he wear? Oh my god. Send him a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> See what he says. <laughs> it, we'll say it's okay. It's for fantasy purposes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually really think he's still top five weekly. It's it's you, you sit down and do rankings right now. Receivers are ugly. Quarterbacks are ugly. I mean it is You're ugly. It is I mean, I don't I don't disagree with you. I don't I don't I don't like your tone, but I don't disagree with you. Robert Woods? How do you feel about him? I fucking love Robert Woods. That's what I fucking feel about Robert Woods. Um, but, yeah, so Will Fuller, 
not not great. Cracked rib. That's a bad injury for a receiver to have because all he has to do is come across the middle and Tom Savage throw a fucking bean bag over the center and you know that's it for Will Fuller for the rest of the season. So I mean you're probably not starting him just because, like I said, Savage terrible. So you guys have any other takes on on Houston in general? I mean, are you trying to do anything other than buy nuke? I mean, it kind of bumps down Miller's usage, like the amount of yards he sees, because they're not really worried about Savage throwing downfield or having that much time to throw downfield. Um, so I feel like it gives a little bump down towards Miller, bumps up more because they're for the wide receivers due to the fact and tight end because they're going to be throwing so much more because they're usually down. They only average like 12 points. I thought I think I seen for Savage versus, like, the 30-plus that they were averaging with Watson. Yeah, it makes me very sad. I, You know, I love you know, I love Deshaun Watson. And top five dynasty quarterback for Joel. He is. He is a top five dynasty quarterback, but that's, that's a conversation for another day. Or just listen to a previous <laughs> pod. <laughs> uh, so, more injury news. My boy, my boy, this is, this is how you know football is fucked up this season. Philip Rivers may miss a game, guys. He may actually miss the first game of his professional football career. That is, that's a mate. Don't even say that. That's just, that gives me, that just is horrible. Don't even say that. Um, But he's concussed in concussion protocol. He was doing some walkthroughs allegedly today. He may actually somehow still end up playing Sunday. I, I hope he does, but it looks like he might miss and, that is just that's bad, bad, bad for that game in general. Um, I mean, it's it's already going to be probably low scoring. Peterman versus uh, Clemens. Yeah, I mean Nathan Peterman versus Kellen Clemens. That's that's what we have to look forward to. You have uh, a lot of those terrible QB matchups this weekend. Yeah, you. I mean, you really do <laughs> a lot. A lot of good defensive streamers this week. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm. I mean, Keenan Allen has been has been. Sl- Slightly disappointing up to this point this season. One touchdown through ten nine games. Yeah, I don't believe he's eclipsed twenty points in any week so far this season. Um, it's it's been, you know, it's been tough for the Chargers. It's been a tough year. I mean, it's always a tough year. I mean, I just I think that if if Phil is done for this game, Chargers are done for the season. So uh, I think that Eckler maybe maybe. Could be a little more viable. Do you really I don't know. like the Chargers to win this game, or would you rather see a better draft pick choice? Like, do you really want them to beat the Bills? Yeah, I really do. Like, I, I just want to see them win at this point. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see like any more losses, man. Like if every Nathan loss. Peterman beats that's your what, fucking yeah, Chargers. That's what's gonna saying. be the best thing ever. Dude, I will just have to like delete Twitter. Like, I won't. It just, I can't do that. If that happens, just, just please don't let that happen. Please don't let that happen. Um, I make like a an avatar, like a Twitter picture bet where you have to hit Rock Peterman for a week if they lose, and like I'll rock like Philip Rivers or something. I don't know, some kind of bold shit. No, like, I do not. You're want worried to do about that this at all. You're worried. No, about this I just no, no. Um, anyways, Phillip's gonna play on Sunday. Yeah, I called him Philip. Is gonna play on Sunday. 
and everything will be fine. So moving he's gonna on. The, he's going to be rocking the bolo tie after the game. Yeah, or before the game and during the game because he's not going to be fucking playing. Um, he only wears the bolo when they win. True. But they are wearing dark blue, though, on Sunday for the first time in, like, a lot of years. So hopefully that'll make, that'll make Kellen Clemens look good. Uh, so more, more, man, we got a lot of quarterback news this week. Uh, Jay Glazer reported that the Vikings want to start Teddy Bridgewater. So what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's a good move? They are seven and two losing to only the Steelers and the Lions. They, the only two good teams they've played all season. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. They beat the Saints too. Before the, the Saints figured their shit out. I was going to say that. there. <laughs> Wasn't that the AP stare game? Yeah. Is that when he gave the stare? <laughs> that was the get in the ass. That was. Whatever he said. That was when AP went out. He ran two straight times in a row and then was on the sideline bitching like an hour later because he wasn't in the game. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, Case Keenum hasn't been Case Keenum. I mean, he hasn't been what we thought he was. He's played better than. Product of oh, coaching. He had some oh, regression at the end of the last game. <laughs> He threw two picks when it was not a good time for him to throw two picks. Yeah, second True. half after having a perfect pass rating through the first half of the game. He woke up. He's like, "Wait, I'm Case Keenum. I gotta go. I, I gotta play shitty. I gotta go Clark Kent right now." I, I do love Teddy Bridgewater. I just wonder how good of a move it could be to bring a guy back that this time last year we were hearing reports that he may never play football again, and now he's he's cleared to play. And now you just want to start him. I mean, I know, I know that's what you do with injuries. Now you're cleared to play, you start, but it just seems like you wouldn't want to just, just completely put him into a live game situation. Depending on how bad this game goes through the first three quarters, I'm sure there's a chance you could see Bridgewater in the fourth. But I don't think that Bridgewater is going to do that much better against a tough Ram defense. So you're going to put him in there. And he's going to get his ass kicked, and it's not going to help him, and it's not going to help Keenum because they yanked him. That said, I mean, nobody I, knows what I, he officially like looks like though. Like on a field, like he might be as mobile as he he's was. Still what, so like six two, six three? He still looks the same. No, I mean, you like, do know, you do know the Vikings. Vikings. Like whoa, 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 whoa. you do know the Vikings are favored to win this game against against St. Louis and oh, Minnesota. Three of a point by two. They're they're favored to win by two. Okay, but. I'm saying like Bridgewater. Nobody's seen what he looks like on the field again. For no, I know, but the same number. I know, but my point is, my point is, you guys are kind of talking about it like the Rams were going to go in there and just demolish him. But you know, according to what Vegas thinks, Minnesota might actually, in you know, at home they they think they're yeah. So really, they're you like automatically get three points when you're at home. Any any NFL game, you get three points. Well, I I understand that, but I. I just think that it's it is kind of interesting. I, I would have thought I would have definitely thought that the Rams would be the favorite. Um, I think it's a good game to bet on the Rams for them to just win it outright. But yeah, I think I just thought that was a little surprising. Um, I would I hope man I would love to see Teddy B come back and, and be seeing good. him on the sideline. That was pretty cool last week. Like him, like you could just tell that the emotions strong. were getting to him. It was, it was yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah. I do hope that he plays because that just if you've got him on your team. It just increases his value. Like, say, if someone came up and wanted to make an offer for him, or asked, you know, what you want to give, or what you want to get for Teddy Bridgewater, you know, him I got playing just Lat Murray for Teddy Bridgewater today in a super flex. 
that's how bad it the offer was. Yeah. I'd probably take a 2018 first round pick for him. <clears throat> yeah, it's super yeah, it's super flex. But no, no, in a two quarterback league, I'd probably take a first round pick for him. <laughs> if, <laughs> if if anybody in the podcast was in a league with you that had a 2018 that might have been asking. <laughs> hint, hint. Anyway, uh, I hope yeah, he I, plays. I hope he kicks some ass. I do too. I just, I mean, he's just, he's just such a, he's just such a cool guy. Like yeah. he, he's, he's one of those you just do want to see. And, and I hate this analogy too, but he really would breathe some life into that. I mean, I know he was the leader of that team last year and, and it was, you know, tough for them. I mean, they shut down their entire practice whenever he got hurt that day. I mean, that really says something that, that doesn't happen in, in the NFL. They don't just quit and go home for the day whenever somebody gets hurt. But, you know, I, I hope he comes back and I hope he plays well. It was, um, it was funny listening to, like, well, since I live in Minneapolis, like, everybody in the office had heard about it within five minutes of it happening. Like, everybody's like, what's going on? What's going on? What happened? Oh, my gosh. They have to get the ambulance. Oh, my gosh. It was all over the Like, the city just blew up talking about it. That's how they said it, too. They said, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Here? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, jeez. Oh jeez, man, Teddy's hurt, man. Oh yeah. boy. So, so yeah. I, basically, we hope Teddy B comes back in as well, but hopes aren't exactly too high. Um, moving on to to your Colts, Brissett. Oh Jesus. He's been pretty. No, I'm just just talking about he, he got a concussion. He's week Wrong week eleven. Well, okay, but but this <laughs> matters. This matters because Tolzien, in my opinion, is a major downgrade for. Sure. The- uh, well, but okay, but your, that's a hot take. That is a hot take. No, okay. but but we were saying preci or you know whatever they got percent that it wasn't that big of an upgrade, and now it's a significant downgrade. So it's it's worth noting, worth talking about. Um, you know, he's got two weeks to to unscramble his shit. Well, I mean, are you starting Ty with with Tolzien? I mean, I mean, seriously, it's there's a lot of guys I'm starting over Ty this no. week. With with Tolzien there. Well, no, no, no. They got a buy, so they're. I mean, they're off this week. So I hope you're not starting Ty. I hope you're not starting any. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like. When, but I'm saying on a weekly basis with with Tolzien, it, it gives him two weeks to come back. He'll be back. No big deal. If he pulls a Gus Farrat and hits his head against the wall and becomes more concussed and doesn't play, then yeah, bench freaking everybody. Do not start a Colt. Not T.Y. N- n- nothing. No Marlon Mack? Nope. I'm doing it just because you said not to. Great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, basically, uh, Andrew Luck's never going to come back. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we already talked about Drew Stanton. He's he's may not play. It's sort of game time decision. Blaine Gabbert, if he comes up, fire up Texans defense. Um, no. Dude, I, yeah, for no. sure. Against Blaine Gabbert. No. How do you not? Because Brissett lit the Texans sucks. defense yeah. up. I yeah, mean, but. Jaco- not a big upgrade. Jacoby Brissett. What right. if Jacoby's actually good? That's he's, what I'm he's saying. He's okay, but he's not. The, the same the same Jacoby Brissett played for the Patriots and got like blanked, didn't he? 
And now introducing your 2018 Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. Oh, wait, what? you can say that for 2019 and 2020 probably as well because... Okay, we already kicked the Colts in the face, okay? Stop it. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Don't, don't shit on Brissett. Damn it, you guys. He's good. Blaine Gabbert is balls. terrible. Blaine Gabbert is very bad. He's, I think he's better than Stanton. I think he's going to do better than Stanton. Yes. Mm. Agreed again. Mm. We'll see. I'll start Texans defense this week. I feel pretty good about it. Um, bet you they make you not cash in DraftKings. I bet you I won't play him. Uh, any, any other any other takes on that game at all? I, I hope not. I mean, I'm not playing Cardinals. I mean, Nuke, obviously, I'm playing, but all right. Uh, there's there's serious concerns about Matt Forte's knee going forward. Um, this, is, this is only, I mean, I guess this is relevant because this is where we're at in fantasy right now, that we have to start Bilal Powell and Elijah Maguire, depending on what league we're in. Um, but Matt Forte may be done for the foreseeable future. I guess his knee was swelling up even while he was playing. And, you know, this could be, I mean, we could be seeing the end of, of one of the greats' careers. So I uh, just... You know, I love Matt Forte. He's obviously been one of the most fun guys ever to watch play. But for the Jets, I mean, it basically basically narrows it down that we have Elijah McGuire and we have Bilal Powell. I think I think they want McGuire more involved now, and I guess that he's the one I'd be starting. I don't feel great about any of it, but what do you guys think about that offense uh, going forward the rest of the year? Uh, <laughs> I think that says it all. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think McGuire's okay. I think they actually lined him up in the slot a couple of times last week to trying to get him extra t- touches in space. And if you're seeing that as a fantasy owner, it's got to, you know, it's got to get a twinkle in your eye a little bit to just, yeah. like we said before, volume counts. Yep. It might not be big volume, but anything counts. And that's, if you can get points, you want it in your lineup. So I think, I, yeah. I think McGuire is a play. I think you got to at least look at him. Try to acquire him before he skyrockets through the roof to where everybody's like, "No, I'm gonna keep him." And he's, want like he's a, still on a lot of first. Well, yeah. like deep dynasty leagues, thirty man rosters, it's it's rough to find anybody. No, no, no. He was no. a he was a deep sleeper coming into the NFL draft out of uh, like Lafayette. Somebody in this podcast knew about him though. They I think they drafted him. You Lafayette. <clears throat> Um, I think it's UL Lafayette. I could be wrong. I'm not sure, but yeah, but yeah, I, I do, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's Lafayette, guys. I think it's Lafayette. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Man, McCown's been McCown's been very serviceable. He's QB. He's a QB one right now. Um, him and Robbie Anderson have been basically they've been winning me money on DraftKings. So I uh, I'm still still playing McCown in in a lot of redraft leagues. But yeah, Blah Powell gets hurt all the time. I feel like, uh, I feel like he's one of those that we constantly see injured. So especially if he goes down, then, then McGuire could, could be in line for seriously 30 plus touches if, if that does happen. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the jets are going to win you any championships this year. I'm not, I'm what? not going to say that. I know. I Bobby know. Anderson won. We won last year. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying that, that he, he couldn't do that this year, but I don't think that, that the Jets running backs is what I should have said. Oh, okay, because gonna... I was going to say, McCown's carrying me in a 2QB right now. <laughs> AJ's like, don't you say that. I'm going to win this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, while, we're, while we're talking about it, um, injury-prone injury guys, Jordan Reed's not practicing as as usual. It's is Wednesday. Is so podcast again? Jordan Reed. 
No, but it's it's just it's the news we have to talk about, my friend. Um, we've got Aww. suspensions, suspensions, and injuries. That's that's the NFL. Um, but Jordan Reed is the is the perfect example of somebody who we think is like is injury prone, right? I mean, you never draft Jordan Reed going, oh well, he's going to play all year. He's going to play six. He's going to play ten games. No, you don't. I rarely think that. Um, so so what do you guys? I just kind of want to get your all's opinion on. What yeah, you're alls, y'alls. I'm from West Virginia. Um, what do you define as injury prone? You know, what do you consider? Um, you know, what does a guy basically have to do in order to be injury prone? You miss uh, three to four games a year, you're injury prone. Webster's dictionary defines injury prone as <laughs> CJ Procise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> it's in a book. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> I don't know. I was always, personally, I was always against the term injury pro. Mm-hmm. Football is a combative physical sport. 100% These is. guys are running into each other at 20 miles per hour. <laughs> they're going to get hurt. Yeah. But there are these guys that just seem to always have these nagging injuries, whether it's one injury or left ankle, right knee, shoulder, whatever it is. And Sounds like they they're... just can't shake it. So, yes, I'm describing my team, not a player, just my <laughs> talking about CJ Prozice. But yeah, it, it's tough. It's you'd like to have accountability is half of football, fantasy too. You, yep. you got you got to have the guys that are there, but football's a tough freaking sport. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like that movie Unbreakable with Bruce Willis. You've got <laughs> Sam Bradford. Don't call me by, Mr. Glass. By, by Samuel L. Jackson. And then you've got Brett Favre played by Bruce Willis, who just his looking at that streak now of consecutive games and then just comparing it to some of the other players at that same position that can't go through a four-game span without getting dinged up or missing a game or you know going through a season Can without like missing a couple games. Right. Well, I'm just talking about the the position itself. Like, if you if you compare Favre to Bradford, yeah, it, it's 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 incredible what Favre did throughout his career, and oh, yeah. that streak. Like, and back then they didn't really have the the roughing, the passer penalties called as much as they do now. So, like, he was out there getting his ass kicked. To be fair, to be fair, he was Big Ben before Big Ben was Big Ben. Because he loved to, for people to be like, well, you know, I do have like two broken collarbones, but I'm gonna go out there and sling me a touchdown or five today. So, and that was that was a horrible Brett Favre impression. That was a pretty good impression. <laughs> I, was, I, know, I, I think that was pretty five today. I, I thought we I thought we had Brett in the pod for a second. <laughs> you gotta throw like Wrangler jeans in there somehow. Yeah, though. like yeah. a dick pic or something. His <laughs> purple helmet. Yeah. So hold on, let me let me rattle this off. Vikings, right? This this uh, let me rattle off the stat to you. Career games missed due to injury. Andrew Luck, 26. Fuck off oh, this. Hold on. No, 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 no. I know. I know, no, no, I know. Ryan Tannehill, 20. Matt Stafford, 19. Tom Brady, 15. Joe Flacco, 6. Derek Carr, 3. Matt Ryan, 2. Drew Brees, 1. Eli Manning, 0. Philip Rivers, 0. Russell Wilson, 0. Is this I skipped a few guys in there. No, this is career games oh. missed due to oh. injury, including playoff games. Now, be putting a one next to your rivers pretty soon. But 
You gotta. I mean, you can't. Really no, no, put, no, 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 hold on. No, 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 hold on. Wait. You can't put Russell Wilson up with Philip Rivers because of the, the number of games. I understand, but I started with Andrew Luck and ended with yeah, Russell. Yeah, because you're Wilson. an asshole. No, no, no. Because it matters, though. What's what we're talking right, about? Yeah, it matters that you're an asshole. Because dude, what what was Tony most, Romo's career number of games missed? The most important ability is availability, right? Oh my right? god. Right. Right. Yeah. That's something that, that every was, single coach in the world has said that was every time in their awful. life. But it's, but it's, I know it's terrible. I know that's like the cheesiest thing ever. And that's why I said it with a stupid ass grin on my face. But it, there really is truth to it, though. I thought you that was just your normal look. Okay, but you can't be paying a guy X hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever it is, to not know if he's going to be there. And, you know, Gronk, we always want to say Gronk's injury prone. I don't, you know, whether or not I I agree with that is irrelevant, but I do think it's important to sort of be able to identify if we think a guy is injury prone or not. And, you know, it's, it's at this point, I'm not even talking about Andrew Luck. I'm just talking talking about, I'm just talking about the quarterback position. I think it's, it's much easier to, to see at the quarterback position and, and figure out who you actually think would be injury prone as opposed to like, you know, running backs, they get hurt every week. I mean, it, it happens. But quarterbacks, I feel like, are a little easier to decipher. Maybe I'm well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, Andrew Luck is <laughs> he's a saint. He's if they awesome. With you, you guys both be wrong. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I I I just find it hilarious though that you know Ben Roethlisberger has missed you know eleven less games than Andrew Luck. Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Let's go ahead. Uh, let's talk about just... Andrew Luck has like what one or two less rape charges against him. <laughs> if you want to get into that, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, family friendly straight podcast. with the heater. <laughs> talking about rape. Hey, y'all want to step on the Colts? Allegedly. You mean Joel wants to step on the Colts? Okay, Joel wants to. Jim Ursay will bury everybody. Um, what in his Ed Hardy jeans? His <laughs> bedazzled shirts? Can't find his jeans. Um, You've seen those pictures, right? Let's, let's go ahead. Oh my gosh! You need to Google Jim Irsay bathroom pictures, bathroom selfies. Why don't you just They're, like? That sounds like something I don't want to see. Oh my gosh! No, you do. You haven't lived. <laughs> Honestly, we should make that the pod's new Abby on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to our to our last segment. Um, let's go ahead and just talk about general football. Give me each of you. Give me two teams from each division: AFC, NFC. That you believe you could see in the championship, in the AFC or NFC championship, basically four best teams in the league right now. Justin, uh, I wanna, we'll I wanna... start with you because you're the guest. In the AFC, I mean, I, I don't know who's not going to say the Patriots. They just they, they've always been there. They, they, okay. They're going to be okay. there again. Hold on, wait. I'm going to amend this segment. Aside from let's, the Patriots, let's say it. Aside <laughs> from the Patriots in the AFC, and aside from the Eagles in the NFC. Now wow. go. Suck a dick. Well, that makes my life easier. Suck a um, dick, Joel. <laughs> Sorry, not including your Chargers still. I would hope not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, AFC, uh, I'd say the Steelers. I think that offense, I mean, I, with Juju, the emergence of Juju, it's a big help for them because Martavius wasn't doing squat. So mm-hmm. Juju, Antonio, Bell, they got their pieces that they need with Ben. Their defense has been playing better each week, so I Joe think they Hayden can make it deep. For a long time. 
like six. I don't think Joe Hayden's all that good anymore. (laughs) So he's like their third best corner. He's a depth guy for them, which I think was a good pickup. But um, and then the other team right now, geez, I almost have to look at standings. Um, (laughs) I don't. What do you got there? It's tight. I mean. Yeah, it's, you said no Patriots. But I, I know when you the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know when you take out the Patriots, it makes it harder. But that was kind of why I wanted to do it. But it, it I don't kinda... know who that third team is. Is it the Chiefs? What maybe? are you gonna say? What but... are you gonna say? Jacksonville? <laughs> no, I, I can't. I, you can't trust Bortles, like you said yeah. before. So I mean, by default, taking the Patriots out, I think you got to save the Chiefs as a, that second yeah. team. Um, I'll go ahead and go next because I know who I want to say. I really do think that the Falcons are one of those teams in the NFC that we, we can end up seeing. We're on the NFC. We're on the AFC. Oh, oh I'm. God. I just. Oh yeah. I apologize. For that. Unbelievable. I, I fucked that up. I said <laughs> NFC, not NFC. Jesus. Anyways, um, somebody right, else can go. go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, go. Well, I have my the Steelers. So yeah, I did too. I'm going to go with, like, some super sleepy, like, team that I would not expect to be in there because you took away the Patriots. And I'm going to go with, like, Oakland. Oh, my God. That's, I don't that's... even think they make the playoffs. Yeah, they, they're not going to make playoffs. But I like where your head's at. You're, I like where, you, you know, you're trying, you're trying your best out here. <laughs> you know, uh, I, one of us has to be wrong. It might as well be me. That's true. That is true. Uh, yeah, I, I don't Bowl. think right, I don't think that yeah I don't think that you can uh, make a pitch for for too many other teams in the AFC other than the Pats, Steelers, and the Chiefs. I, I mean, AFC is garbage. Mm-hmm. It's it it wasn't you know about five weeks ago the whenever Deshaun Watson the they had the best the okay but but you know before Deshaun Watson went down the AFC all of a sudden was looking like they were killing it and then just a bunch of injuries happened and it, you know got really ugly really quick but yeah it's of course what's going to end up happening is um the patriots are going to win it all so i mean you know it's it's what's going to happen so um we know the jaguars are not going to we can agree on that that they're not going to get to the to any sort of championship game, right? We can pull it off. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to see him make a run with that defense. The offense isn't going to carry him, but it'd be fun to see that defense flying around and and Lansom would. It would allows them to play two dimensional football and not just force them to play from behind anymore, which is what they needed. And Joel loves to play from behind. (laughs) Just so you know. And drafting Fournette helped them definitely with a more two-dimensional game um, to take off the 30 dumb throws that Bortles would make. Now he only makes like 10. We'll see. I just think once it gets to the playoffs, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Blake Bortles in the playoffs is is like Tim Tebow in the playoffs. Maybe. He wins one but, game and loses? Yeah. Hey, that's 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 better than a lot of, a lot of people's. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I just don't see – I don't see once once you get into the playoffs and you have the best head coaches in the league, maybe you know usually the best head coaches in the league are in the playoffs. I, I don't. I just think that you know if you if they're going to make anybody that makes Bortles throw thirty times is going to win. That's what I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just that big of a hater on Bortles. How but many times did he throw against so, the Chargers? Seven hundred. 
Um, I don't know. That's not very nice to bring up my team, though. We don't insult teams on this podcast. Get the fuck uh, out. Somehow, somehow, Fredo and I have been the most uh, docile here, and we actually have <laughs> rival teams. Yeah. Well, I already knew what Let's I was see. getting into when I said, yeah, you can come on the pod. So I just yeah. kind of <laughs> left it alone, especially because this week's Dallas week, and I don't want to ruffle yep. the feathers, really. I get There's not much to say. I get it. Well, I get no, it. if I like say if I like say Other... something and then they just I mean I already said a lot of shit on Twitter, but if I like say you? something to an actual Cowboys no. fan, it might just like make me get this L for the team and I just don't want to be that cause. All right. So let's anybody have any other AFC dark horse why any other teams other than the terrible Oakland oh, take? By the way, AJ. Portals threw 51 times against your Chargers and one the defense won that game in overtime. Yeah, so that game went to overtime. And yeah. Anyways, not talking about that. We're like I said, this is a family friendly podcast. We don't insult anybody. We're positive. Um so, I'd yeah. say watch out for the Titans. They're sleepy. Yeah. That's the team that I can get behind. They have the power run game. They have the defense. You can take that offense on the road and win. Mm-hmm. So that that could be someone I can see making a surprise run. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how tomorrow goes. Like, their defense up against Pittsburgh's offense and then their uh, their offense against Pittsburgh's defense, I think, is going to be a good test for both teams. I, I wouldn't really look too much into it, though, because it's a Thursday night matchup. It doesn't matter. game's a game. Yeah, yeah. but mm, I'd rather see it on, like, a Sunday where they get a full Why you got to hate on a Thursday? I mean... I don't care that it's on a Thursday. I just think that I it's think, not a good I time think... for two good teams that are potential playoff contenders to meet on a Thursday that you're going to want to base what happens on a Thursday game where you get like two and a half days of prep and not that much rest. So if you got guys that but... are really banged up, they're not going to be obviously 100% because they're not Right, right, right. So it'll, it'll test the team's depth and it'll test their overall play calling because, yeah, it doesn't give you – ample time to scout and to prep against the other team. You just got to play your best football. Yep. It's, a, it's a game that comes down to execution. Right. And good teams execute. So you could see which team's going to, I mean, they're both going to be good teams. I, I expect it to be a good game, but whoever executes better on Thursday night usually wins. And as long as Pittsburgh doesn't wear those Bumblebee stupid bl- ass Bumblebee <laughs> uniforms. It's the color rush. Seven on ESPN. So that's why I don't think this is going to be the matchup that we think it's going to be. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, Thursday night football. I know that a lot of a lot of players speak out against it, but the ones that do like it, to to what you all were saying, basically like it, or they say they like it because it levels the playing field. That you know nobody really gets a full week of practice. You know, everybody is is sort of tired. Everybody's banged up. You didn't get a lot of time to really analyze the other team, watch all the film you needed to. So, it's it's sort of just. I mean. Just sort of gritty, grimy football, and it's—I mean, that's—you know—we say we people that say they hate Thursday night football. Whenever they aren't watching the games, let me know because, I mean, I—I hate—I mean, I understand injuries, whatever for players, but I don't want less football. Like that's not what I want. I don't no, don't, I, don't I, do I, that. Behind the games, I just don't think a t- two teams that we're comparing for potential Super Bowl or AFC Championship games that against the Patriots essentially, because whoever yeah. faces them in the week before that they're probably going to lose but i just don't think it's a good measurement of these two teams on a thursday 
because if, you get all that you get the time to prep if you're not playing in the wild card weekend for the second week of the playoffs. You got to also think that this game in week 11 against the playoff game is almost 2 months away. Yeah. So these teams will be completely different as well. So sure. yeah, you know, NFL is a barometer week to week of who's the best, who's next, who's coming, who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's week to week. But these teams are going to look completely different in two months. Right. So, yeah, we'll we'll judge them on the field tomorrow night, and that's what we do, and we'll see what happens week 12, 13, 14, and so on. <laughs> the Steelers barely beat the Colts, and they're favored by seven. That's like a slap in the dick to Tennessee. <laughs> up in the shoulder and i think the knee so i think he's got like a bruised shoulder they said and yeah but how many games has he missed he sounds no. injury prone <laughs> <laughs> he's caught on to the nick ways already <laughs> justin gets it uh so yeah the afc sucks holy shit does the afc suck the, the nfc i mean they have they've got way more super bowl contenders it is it is amazing how much better the NFC is, just looking at it on face value. Um, so, yeah, I mean, who, who do we think? I mean, we've, I mean, we've talked about a lot of the teams, but I think Philly is... is... We're not talking about Philly. We're talking about anybody but Philly. So I'm, I'm like the Rams. I like the Rams. I'm going Rams. Yeah, I do too. I hate it. I hate that I like the Rams because everybody's on the Rams, but it's because Sean McVay is... A difference maker, man. He is, he is a difference maker. Well, it didn't hurt that Wade Phillips came in. And... Yeah, yeah, Wade Phillips, absolutely. But I just, I, I mean, for the offense. I'm oh, sorry. Right, right, right. That's what I should have said. No, Sean McVay. He like openly says, which I whatever. I'm not quoting him, but he basically says that he doesn't really even pay attention to defense. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Even that's that's not his job. And to his credit, why bother? Because if it's not broke. They're, doing, they're I mean, like one of the top defenses. So he might as well care. Yeah, if it's not broke, you can fix it. So, yeah, the Rams are, damn, they are good. And I just, I'm still not, still don't think Jared Goff's good. Still not convinced. Shut up. He's convinced. He doesn't have to be great right now. He has. He's, but he's he's been, he's been good enough. Yeah, he's been good enough. But I'm just saying, you take Sean McVay away. You take Sean McVay away, and and exactly, if that's exactly AJ, thank you. Oh man, you just ruined if your own argument, AJ. If you're saying he's like Case Keenum, then right I'm... now he is. I, we right. haven't had to see him oh. a lot. I mean, yeah. since the last time he'd been down. So, I mean, he came back from what twenty points on the Cowboys. No Super Bowl winner has ever been. No Super Bowl <laughs> winner has ever been compared to Case Keenum. Sorry. Um. So yeah, other than the Rams and Philly, I mean, I I really like think. What if, what if they get home yeah. field? What if well, the Saints, I'm just, just, just going to say, I really think that the Saints are probably the overall <laughs> top to bottom best team in the NFC, top to bottom. Because Drew Brees doesn't even have to be Drew Brees right now. That's how good they are. He doesn't have to throw the ball downfield. They're just running the shit out of the ball, doing whatever they want with Ingram and Kamara. And I mean, Michael Thomas has been, has been good, but he, they haven't needed him. They haven't. I mean, basically, he's, they've just been. He's got like thirty percent of their targets. I, I right, but they haven't leaned on him like they've yeah, they have. Yeah, they have exactly. That's what I'm saying. They haven't needed a, a stu- superstar. I mean, they got rid of Cooks, and we we're all like, "The fuck are they doing?" It's Drew Brees. He's going to throw for five thousand yards, and now we're looking at him going, "Shit, they're going to combine for five thousand rushing yards this year." Like, I mean, it's so it's what I mean. We feel like, but I 
I mean, dude, their defense, what the hell? Saints defense, week two, we were talking about how they were going to be worse than last year, and now they're one of the best in the league. Bounties. Bounties. Oh. Bounties. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh wait, no, that wasn't alleged. <laughs> that was actually proven. But the only, the only thing is, Falcons still look good. Falcons look like a wild card team that I don't want. I wouldn't want to play though. I would not want to play the Falcons in a wild card game. They uh, had a gimme this last week though. Neither would the Cowboys. I, I understand. Cowboys might not make the playoffs, man. And that's, that's what they're. Nope. Too many guys out for too long. Yeah, and and it's we don't, tough to recover. We don't mean Zeke. <laughs> no, not Zeke. Zeke's like maybe third or fourth on the list. Sean Lee and. <laughs> is like probably one of the more important guys. I know Ty, you're talking about Ty Smith missing a lot of time over there that he's a big deal. Yeah, but I'm talking about Lee too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know like Lee Lee's a Lee's a top like one of the top guys on that defense for sure. He's if not the best guy on that defense because of how he coordinates everybody to be in their spots and how many mm-hmm. tackles he eats. Like that guy is just all over the field. And to be honest with you, I'm glad we're not facing him this week if he's out again. Because <laughs> he is. I don't think he'll be back until after Thanksgiving. Well, hopefully we have the NFC wrapped up by week 17, so that way I don't have to worry about seeing Sean Lee destroy dreams of any type of offense because he's just all over. Yeah. I think week 17 is going to be a, an exciting week. It's going to come down to the wire, I think, for, for both so NFC and AFC. NFC because... All, we have four teams that are legitimately very good in AFC because everybody's so bad. So, I mean, Steelers, like I said earlier in the pod, Steelers still haven't scored 30 points in a game this season, but we are thinking they might be a favor to win the Super Bowl. So it's it's just, you know, we got to kind of keep keep those things in mind. Um, all right, hey, hey, Nick. Black. All right, Nick, let's play the initials game with Nick. Do-do-do-do-do. That was our sound music for it. We'll just start the his theme song that he wants. All right, Nick. What are the? Wait, I got letters? a theme song. Okay, I'm back. What? <laughs> oh, wait, I got a theme song. I got a theme song. A theme song. Uh, maybe. All right. All right so what are the? With the game? Nope. Justin. No. Do you know, do you know the rules? No. <laughs> and now that the was... initials game. Oh my! With oh, Nick Brown. God, stop it! Stop! <laughs> God. Don't be dumb. With that, let's go ahead. Like Lady Gaga or some shit. Um, no, but seriously, let's go ahead and start the initials no, game. <laughs> I worked out to, for the second day in a row today, so I'm basically right. the second day in your life. I'm alive. <laughs> so the initials this week oh, are J H. J H. I got one already. All right, so I'm gonna give you ten items. Each item's gonna have five clues. So like we said, ring in. Your buzzer, your name is your buzzer. If you get it right, we move on. If you get it wrong, you're out for the rest of that round. Uh, Justin, just to clarify, how old are you right now? 30. Okay, all right. So I got to make sure somebody's eligible for some of these from Nick. All right. Oh, my God. I want to reach for and I don't know what that meant. (laughs) It's an old joke. Like, he thinks he's funny and he rips on me because I'm... Older. Older statesman. Older because I'm... because, Because I'm... Older. Older. <laughs> okay. Anyway, item one, JH. All right. Clue number one, he has scored 30 TDs in his NFL career. Item two, 
was a second-round pick in the 2014 draft, one pick behind something called Bishop Sankey. Adam three, or sorry, clue three, has a career average of four yards per carry. Oh, Joel. Joel. Jordan Howard. Wrong. False. Wrong. You're out the rest of the round. He wasn't drafted in round two. And I don't All think right. he's got 30 touchdowns yet. No. Close. He's got like... Yeah, he's got close. So, you know, maybe not. Yeah, no, he's probably he's like four, <laughs> four, five. All right. So Joel's out because he's not smart. All right. But it really doesn't change much. Clue number four was the first Bengals rookie since Corey Dillon in 1997 to top 1,000 rushing yards. AJ. Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill's right. <laughs> Jeremy Hill's right. <laughs> oh, I hate Jeremy. This is the worst game. Okay. All right, it's fun. it's fun, though. Let's continue. We're off to a great start here. <laughs> All right, item two of JH. Clue number one, played his college football in Oregon. Clue number two, was a three-time Pro Bowler. Clue three, career average of 9.8 yards per pass attempt. Justin. Justin. Joey Harrington. No, wrong. <laughs> you are out the rest of the round. Joel and AJ. Balls. <laughs> Clue number four. Began his career in St. Louis, but now plays for L.A. And clue number five. Was given a contract extension that includes the most guaranteed money ever for a punter. AJ. AJ. Johnny Hecker. Nailed it. Dude, I, I'm so bad at this. It's yeah, funny just, to watch yeah. you like just I'm think about it. it. <laughs> I'm like, I know he's... I know he... He pushes guys out of bounds. I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So AJ's ahead two to nothing. Fuck. To nothing. Fuck. All right. Item three. Clue number one. Nicknamed Debo. Also nicknamed Silverback. Clue number two. Joel's got his thinking face on. Clue number two has played for three of the four teams in his current division. Clue number three, Joel. Justin. He wants to ring in. Clue number three, set a Super Bowl record with a 100-yard touchdown. Oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. James Harrison. Nailed it. God damn it. When I heard Silver, I was like, that's James Harrison. That's yep. James Harrison. And you should have rung in. Oh, I was ass. gonna, but then you'd be like, no, you idiot. It's Jordan <laughs> Howard, obviously. Oh, I should have known that whenever he was playing for the Bengals. All right, Justin's on the board, and Joel's All right, item four of JH. Clue number one. Chose to attend the University of Florida over offers from Pittsburgh, The Ohio State, and Tennessee. Clue number two. Was the number seven overall pick in 2010? Justin. Justin. Joe Hayden. Nailed it. He's on a roll. <laughs> Good one. That's not who I thought it was, so I'm glad you did that. All right. All right. Item five. Clue number one. Went undrafted in 2013. Number two. Was the first non-kicker or punter to make multiple extra points in a game since former Houston Oiler linebacker and Justin. Fuck. I said it. No. Jeff Heath. Jeff Heath is correct. I saw. I call tie bullshit. I call tie. I heard. I heard Justin. It's your Ty audio, man. <laughs> yeah, it's your audio. Either way, Ty goes to the guest. Fuck every guess. time. He's a Cowboys fan. On fire. I had to get that one then. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I put that in there. I'm like, okay, he's got to get this. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, item number six of JH. Clue number one is an accomplished jazz pianist who has performed with Blues Traveler and Third Eye Blind. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Clue number two. Played for four teams in his six-year NFL career. Clue number three. Played his college football in Oregon. Clue number four was the third overall pick in Justin. 2002. Justin. Joey Harrington. There it is. <laughs> Son of a Four boy. in a row. Wow. Joel. Wow. Where was that guess? Joel, you need to run the table to tie. Wow. That's, Nick's that's not gotten one. Wow. It's because Justin's 30 years old. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Football. Oh, the big 3-0, huh? Wow. All right. <laughs> Item seven. Jesus, Jesus. Clue number one was a first-round draft pick out of Michigan. Clue number two played in 177 games, starting 140 of them. Clue number three started his NFL coaching career as an assistant before eventually becoming a head coach in 2011. Any of you guys? Justin? Justin. Wow. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. So Joel is mathematically eliminated. Mathematically, yeah, oh, Nate needs to run the table to tie. All right, I think I'm getting I got these. these. I think I got these. All, all right, right, all right. I'm just gonna muddy up all the right, water. <laughs> and, and Joel can play spoiler. To it. I'm gonna. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. Well, I mean, he, can, he can block AJ from winning, I suppose. So, all right. All right, I'm right. Item eight. AJ. No, I'm joking. All right, keep going. Clue oh. <laughs> 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 number one. Item eight. Was a third round pick in 2011 out of Georgia. Clue number two led the NFL in sacks in 2014 with 22. AJ. Was that a buzz? I mean, were you drinking? Like a question, yeah, but like, go uh, for it. At the upward I'm inflection. Pretty sure, I'm wrong, but maybe Justin Houston. Nailed it. There you go. <laughs> that was the name I was waiting for. Let's go. That's the first one you had from and the first clue. Joel stands up and walks away. That's the one I had locked in my head since, <laughs> since the beginning. What, you all right, Joel? I have two names written down, Jordan Howard and Justin Houston. That was it. That was the only two JHs I can think of. Those are good Fuck thing you to bring in. You guys have all stuff right. written down? <laughs> no. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is why I'm bad at this. Justin's just cruising right now. He's, he's letting AJ dictate if he wins or not. All right. Item nine. Number one. Attended the University of Miami. Clue two, started his NFL coaching career as an assistant before eventually becoming a head coach in 2008. AJ? No, AJ. Joking, joking. Keep going. Oh. I failed. No, that was nope. a buzz. Nope. No, that's a buzz. Five, um, um, four, John three. Yeah. Woo, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. That was... <laughs> and then he gets in, he's all khaki. All right. How can I not even get one and AJ pull? Fucking Jesus. All right. So here here it is. Justin's AJ. got five. AJ's got four. Joel's sitting on a goose egg. Oh, am I? Oh, yeah. am I? Yeah. You've got so zero. You got in here, man. Joel, is your buzzer working? His <laughs> <laughs> buzzer's broke. Can you try it? <laughs> Let's try your buzzer. Let's make sure it's working. Um... Justin, damn it, no. Um, Joel. <laughs> okay, it's working, it's working, okay. All right, <laughs> item 10. 
<laughs> Clue number one. Nicknamed the bulldozer. AJ. AJ. Jordan Howard. Nailed it. <laughs> when did he get that nickname? I don't know. I've never heard that. And I watched him play at Indiana. Never heard it once. You no, know, I had those last three names. He must have gotten it back at UAB. I had, yeah. I had those last three names in my head. And I knew one of these had to be Jordan Howard. And the first nine was not it. And I know how much Nick loves Jordan Howard. I do love Jordan Howard. So that's why I said AJ before it even became a thing. There you go. All right. You got a tiebreaker? Because now me and Justin need a tiebreaker. I don't. The, I the, have the one. The boys game isn't going to end in. I have one. You've got one? I have one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Say it all creepy like that. Hey, God, that's the guy that's cool. got a goose egg has a name for us. He was he was drafted. Is this pick, JH still? It is JH still. He was drafted at pick 107 in the 2015 draft. Oh jeez. He oh, went to geez, East man. He went he went to East Carolina University. I know it, but I'm going to let you guys fight it out. He is 25 years old and has a birthday coming up soon on December 18th. <laughs> He's 5'10", 192 pounds. Just reading his Wikipedia page, aren't you? And he is a wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. AJ. 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 Yep. There you Boom. go. Boom. Yeah. Well, uh, but I, the tie really goes to the guest, so just yeah, the tie one. really goes to the guest. So <laughs> fuck off. Only other J, only other JH I can come up with. <laughs> no, he was actually on my list, but I'm like, I don't think I can find five clues about him. <laughs> well, his birthday just read off his teeth. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> like him his, or a uh, baseball card. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, Justin Hunter was one. Um, John Henderson, defensive tackle for the Jags. That was a beast. He was alone, but I'm like, yeah, I can't find five clues, and AJ's going to bitch at me if he played in the early 2000s. Uh, well, we should, I guess we should go ahead and end the show. Um, with that, let's go ahead and do some closing final thoughts. Uh, Justin, we'll go ahead and start with you. This, you're our guest. Just any, any final thoughts you have for any of our listeners, advice? Um, it can be fantasy related or otherwise. <laughs> no, I first and foremost thank you guys for having me on. It was a blast. Um, but just general. I'll stop, stop it. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'm gone. You were a butt. Yeah, right. Took them out. Um, no, but fantasy is supposed to be fun. So if you're playing fantasy, have a good time with it. You know, make uh, activity is. I, I'm a trade whore. <laughs> I like to trade. Yeah. Um, it, it's fun if you're not making, if you're not trying to make your team better, you're not trying to win. Winning, winning's fun. <laughs> so you know, it, it's a blast. And again, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I have a quick question from, not not like an actual question from somebody, but just <laughs> who would you start at Fake question. if these were your options? Because ASJ is out this week. Right. You start C.J. Fedorowicz, Hunter Henry, Benjamin Watson, Austin Hooper, Jermaine Gresham, Julius Thomas, Njoku, Lance Kendricks, Mer- Jesus. Lewis, or would you Beach. start any other tight end? Um, probably, probably either Julius Thomas mm-hmm. or there's another one, Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper plays a lot of snaps. He is probably one of the most opportunities for, for a touchdown if you want to go that route. 
I like Hunter Henry this yeah. week. I love I love Hunter Henry, but not without Rivers though. If Rivers isn't playing, I don't want any Hunter Henry. Next. That's that's my only thing. Um, that actually happened to me in a couple of leagues, and I went with uh, Julius Thomas because Jay likes to pepper his tight ends. Mm. Okay. AJ, final thoughts? Um, nope, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, Keelan Cole—that's who I got. If Marquise Lee is to miss time, that that would be somebody to look into if you need a bye week. I know there's only four teams on bye this week, but Keelan Cole's been one of the guys stepping up in Jacksonville's offense for the passing game, and I think they're playing huge. No, I don't know who they're playing. Uh, who Jacksonville's playing? Yeah, Cleveland. Playing yes. Cleveland. So I mean, the fact that you have to go to like the wide receiver five in Jacksonville. He's actually going to be the two if. Well, no, no, I mean, like, but, like, when you started the death chart, he was, like, five, but everybody keeps getting injured ahead of him. Like, it's so bad that you have to, like, we're relegated to starting Marquise Goodwin or Keelan Marquise Cole. Marquise Lee. Yeah. I mean, I like like, it, it's it's crazy to Cole think Beasley about. Marquise Lee or Keelan Cole? Cole Beasley. Beasley. Fucking not even close. Like, that's, that's stupid. Cole Beasley or Austin Eckler? Beasley. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley or Joel's day. mom? Ooh. That's just that's just rude, just rude. Um, well, okay, so you're done with your final thoughts. Well, we're done with yours. <laughs> um, Nick, what are, what are your final thoughts? Um, I don't know. Final. Hey, everybody. Yeah, you got some final thoughts, Joel. Everybody, my final thoughts. Um, my, I got my one. Goose egg, goose egg, bitch. <laughs> yeah, my final thoughts are: I need to just be better, just at everything. <laughs> um, just fantasy life just everything in general. Um, but you know, you just, you just get better every day, you know, every day. No, not really. Fuck all that. Um, I really, really think that the bills are stupid as shit for, for benching Tyrod. I'm going to say it again. Stupid. Do you have have an input on that? Bill's take. And, and Joey Bosa is just going to embarrass Nathan Peterman this week. Um, thanks again, Justin coming on. Justin McElrath. No problem. Um, we could, uh, you are on Twitter at JTMac21. That is correct. Uh, you can find the three of us, the three of us being AJ, Nick, and I. Uh, you can find us at NPO260. Find our Twitter handles there. Um, find our work at FFDynasty260.com. Uh, hit us up if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you just want to talk about fantasy. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the new pod order. Presented by FFD260.